Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. most Americans think they live in is a lie. Most news is propaganda. In fact, determining what reality actually is, is a full-time occupation for me. Now imagine what it is for most Americans who go into the voting booth and vote on the basis of what they believe reality is. I'm about to deconstruct a year's worth of propaganda and tell you why they slung it in the first place. We have known since at least May of 2020, indisputably, that lockdowns don't work. In fact, they may be making the spread of COVID worse. I'll get into why later. Yet our leaders clung to them. There's a very good reason for that. Money drives everything, doesn't it? I'll explain that part too, as today's podcast rolls on. We now have a year worth of data on COVID-19. It indisputably shows, as does study after study after study after study, that lockdowns don't work. So why are our elites clinging to that? Joe Biden just called the states that want to repeal them, in fact, have announced they're opening 100% and going maskless as Neanderthal. But who's really the anti-science Neanderthal? With a year of data, that answer is very clear. But first, let's go back through the history and the lies. For much of last year, the mainstream media peddled falsehoods to their audience about how New York and Florida's governors responded to COVID, praising New York and denigrating Florida, calling sometimes Florida Governor Ron DeSantis openly a murderer. Even Dr. Anthony Fauci told us that Andrew Cuomo, governor of New York, managed the pandemic better than anybody. And he even received a special Emmy Award for his use of TV to communicate with the general public. An Emmy! Unfortunately, we now know the facts prove that Cuomo's COVID heroism was all a lie. All of it. There's a great outline of this at Outkick.com. But suffice it to say, when the Super Bowl was played, what do we focus on? An obsession. Tom Brady, look at him. There he goes. No mask, no social distance. Oh, there he goes again. There he goes again. There he goes again. He was absolutely denigrated. Yet when Joe Biden releases over 100 illegal immigrants into the country who are COVID positive, almost no one cares. Brady got far more attention, which goes to show you this is about something far more 
than COVID. It's about control. Because by now, even a sixth grader who isn't particularly bright can see that these lockdowns don't work. You don't need a study. All you need is the death rate per million. New York and California had the most draconian lockdowns in the entire country. Who had, of these four states, New York, Texas, Florida, and California, who had the worst death toll? New York. Well, what about Florida? We were told that Ron DeSantis was a murderer. Well, let's look at it. Death toll for New York, 2,459 people per million. What is it for Florida? 1,437. We were told that Texas's governor was a murderer, too. Yeah, they're doing well there. 1,520. Again, New York, 2,559. What about California? Really draconian lockdown there. Some people not allowed to re- leave their homes in most instances. How'd they do? About the same as Florida, which largely blew off lockdowns. Death toll in California was 1,321 per million. In Florida, it was 1,437. Pretty much statistically the same. In other words, lockdowns didn't make a difference. All they did was wreck economies. This is now indisputable. What if New York, which we were told by the media on a loop, was brilliantly managed were a country? It would have the worst COVID death rate on earth. Yeah, even backwaters like Slovenia had a better death rate than New York's. Theirs was 1,899 per million. New York's 2,459. In fact, the U.S. as a whole, their average, our average was 1,582. New York's 2,459. So how did things end up? Well, you look at Florida and you look at Texas, they not only had lower or equal death rates to those that locked down uh, with a, you know, like a totalitarian regime, their unemployment rates came out much better. Their economic numbers shine in comparison. Florida right now has a 6.1% unemployment rate. New York's 8.2 and California's a dismal 9.0. Not one of the lockdown imposing brainiacs at the CDC were correct about lockdowns. And they're still not today. Even when it's a red state like Mississippi. Mississippi bought into the entire draconian scheme and has one of the highest death rates in the nation. Texas blew it off nearly completely, the restrictions. They're doing great. In fact, how do these states measure up? This is fascinating. It's a chart that I'm looking at. Listen to this. When states are compared side by side, let's go through who had the worst death rates in order. It was the draconian lockdown states. Number one, New Jersey. Number two, New York. Number three, Rhode Island. Number four, Massachusetts. Number five, Mississippi. Number six, Arizona, then Connecticut. We don't even get to a non-lockdown state like South Dakota till we get to number seven. In other words, at worst, it appears locking down hardcore led to the highest death rates and at best had no effect at all. There's actually a very good scientific reason why lockdowns kill. We've got studies on it. If they chose to use them at the CDC, they would know, but they've ignored them. I'll explain on the other side. Stay tuned. Call from mom. Answer it. 
Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. So let's look at a national average comparison. States that did a winter lockdown this winter, they continued with the lockdown and states that blew off the winter lockdown after the spring and summer lockdowns were too much. Let's look at the average death rate. States with no winter lockdown had an average death rate across the country of 1,475 per million. What about states that did do winter lockdowns? Their death rate? (laughs) Wait for it. Slightly higher at 1,558. In other words, all that economic devastation was for nothing. Remember again who I told you on yesterday's podcast first suggested we lock down. Who was it? Cuomo? No. It was the WHO, which everyone agrees is owned and controlled by China. But more on that in just a minute. So the average death rate for those states that locked down this winter, 1,558 per million. Average death rate for states that did not, 1,475 per million. In other words, lower. If only we could have known before we devastated our economy and put 17 million people out of work. The thing is... We did know. I began telling my audiences that lockdowns wouldn't work in March of 2020. How did I know? I was reading one of the nation's foremost virology experts, medical doctor John Ioannidis of Stanford, a virologist who wrote in Stat Magazine as early as March 17th, explaining why lockdowns don't work and might make things worse because you lock people together that normally wouldn't be in the same house and it spreads more. I'll get into that later. We actually have studies that show that. But only, you know, he's only one guy. I mean, if only we had had studies or comparisons, we did. Back in May, in a brief moment of honesty, ABC News actually tweeted this. Justin at ABC looked at 21 states that eased restrictions May 4th or earlier and found no major increase in hospitalizations, deaths, or percentage of people testing positive in any of them. We knew this in May, folks. Now, why did the media admit this in May? I'll tell you why. The goal of the Democrat Party was to kneecap and China 
working in tandem, was to kneecap Donald Trump's economy so we would lose the election. By May, we were utterly devastated, and they believed they had done enough damage that they could let the economy run again. But what happened to their surprise midsummer when they reopened it? It soared, recovering far faster than they thought it would. They would need lockdowns again, even though even ABC told us they didn't work. So back to the script they went, even in the face of now overwhelming bodies of data showing lockdowns didn't work. They were simply ignored by our government and the Democrat Party. Days after the ABC report, when the signal was sent to the rest of the mainstream media that it was now okay to tell the truth about lockdowns, the Daily Mail out of the United Kingdom did, one of their two big daily newspapers there. Headlines, lockdowns failed to alter course of pandemic, J.P. Morgan study claims. Yep, their data uh, crunching unit, one of the foremost in the world, it helps investors decide how to invest their money, found absolutely no connection between lockdown levels, deaths, and infection rates. In other words, lockdowns had no effect. Do you remember what Dr. Fauci did afterward? Because see, I do. He reversed course too. People forget this. He briefly reversed course, contradicting what he'd been advising earlier in just that week and said we should reopen the economy to avoid economic damage. Yes, this actually happened in May and early June of 2020. Everyone forgets it. But then what happened? V-shaped recovery problem. So what did they do? Went back to their lockdown mantra. Again, in the face of contradictory evidence. By January of 2020, the stack of studies, investigations, and media reports showing no clear effect of lockdowns or lockdowns causing slightly higher death rates, well, the stack was massive. And that was probably why the European Journal of Clinical Investigation a mainstream medical journal felt comfortable publishing an international study. My source on this? Newsweek article, January 14th, 2021. Headline, COVID lockdowns may have no clear benefit versus other voluntary measures. International studies show, completely ignored by the CDC, as was everything else. Do you ever wonder why places that weren't locked down didn't have big spread? Places everybody goes, like, say, the Walmart or the grocery stores. Do you ever read anything, hear anything about major outbreaks? Yeah, because there weren't any. Listen to the spread rate, and we know what it is, inside people's homes. The University of Florida did a study, and it was jaw-dropping. Two months ago. You know what the spread rate for COVID is inside somebody's house? When somebody is confirmed to have COVID? They actually studied it. It's 18%. In other words, somebody with active COVID symptoms has an 18% chance of spreading it to someone else in their household. Not too high. You can see why you wouldn't get it at the grocery store. And what is the spread rate for asymptomatic carriers? In other words, those who've tested positive but don't have symptoms. You ready for this? In their own homes, it's 0.7%, less than 1%. Now, what is our entire regime with lockdowns of businesses, social distancing, masking um, in public built on? The idea that asymptomatic spread can spread this, that the guy not obviously coughing, hacking, or sniffling might be able to spread COVID. But the truth of it is, and we've known this for over two months, according to the university study, University of Florida study, 
That guy with asymptomatic case, he can only spread it in his own house where he lives and shares a bathroom and probably even sleeps with other people in the house 0.7% of the time. In other words, our whole national policy based on terror of asymptomatic spread was a lie. It's hard to asymptomatically spread this thing in your own home. As soon as that study came out, all the lockdowns should have ended immediately. But they didn't. Well, we got to give these bureaucrats the benefit of the doubt. I mean, they didn't know. Oh, Fauci knew. He's known asymptomatic spread wouldn't spread this thing since the beginning. And again, asymptomatic spread is what all of this is based on lockdowns and the rest. The idea that an asymptomatic carrier with no symptoms could spread this thing. So we had to destroy our economy and alter our lifestyle. We never did. Here's Dr. Fauci back in February of 2020 explaining why before he began to lie about it. In all the history of respiratory-borne viruses of any type, asymptomatic transmission has never been the driver of outbreaks. The driver of outbreaks is always a symptomatic person. Even if there's a rare asymptomatic person that might transmit, an epidemic is not driven by asymptomatic carriers. We were never going to get COVID at the bar or the grocery store or any of the businesses that were shut down. And Fauci knew it the whole time. Again, that's from back at the beginning of February 2020. And yet he would flip and lie. In fact, he's lying now. He said just this week, we need to continue to wear masks after vaccination because though those who are, you know, those who are vaccinated might be asymptomatic. They might be able to spread it. He knows better. He told us so before he knew to lie about COVID. But why are they doing this? Why do they want to destroy our economy? Because China told them to. Look at this article that came out this week in Newsweek. Headline, Biden administration China ties reveal a deeper, deeper disturbing truth. I talked about it on yesterday's Battleground podcast. It goes through pretty much all of the major figures in the Biden administration. They have all recently been on a China-sponsored payroll, usually at think tanks where the donations come heavily from Chinese Communist Party-controlled entities and businessmen. They are like a walking, talking Chinese army. They are paid to do one thing, destroy the U.S. economy. Why? Because China has one goal for its GDP, i.e. the size of its economy, to pass ours. Why? Because when that happens, our currency will lose its reserve status. That's what lets us print money. And it will deflate like a balloon as investors turn toward Chinese currency and Chinese investments. As I detailed yesterday in the podcast, if you missed it, take a listen. As that happens, and we saw it happen at a record rate last year, U.S. dollar will deflate like a balloon. They won't have to fire a single shot and the U.S. will look like a war zone. It's already starting again, as Forbes documented uh, in the past calendar year, the largest inflows of foreign investment ever into China. Why? It looks more stable than the U.S. does, because what did China do after China via the World Health Organization told us to shut our economy down and wear masks in January and February? What did they do? Opened their economy drop kicked the masks and carried on as usual. And that's where all the investment money went. For the first time in modern history, there was more investment in China over the last year than there was foreign investment in the U.S. That's unbelievable. 
China now estimates that its economy's size will surpass the U.S.'s by 2025. The U.K. Daily Mail thought it'd be 2028. Either way, as it happens, you'll see rapid inflation and the deflation of the dollar and the devastation of most parts, not all, but most parts of America's economy. Why are these high-ranking Democrats doing this? One, they're either paid or blackmailed to do it. Remember when Trump Director of National Intelligence John Ratcliffe told us that China had control of a surprising number of people in Washington, either through direct payments or bribery or blackmail? Yeah, this is exactly what they're paying for. Just stand back and let us sack your economy. Oh, and keep pushing these lockdowns. You wrote a piece for the Wall Street Journal and you say China is targeting members of Congress with six times the frequency of Russia and 12 times the frequency of Iran. What is behind Beijing's aggressive approach? So they want laws and policies out of the United States that are favorable to China. And what they're really trying to do is through blackmail, through bribery, through overt and covert influence, trying to make sure that only laws that are favorable to China are passed. Have you been to Capitol Hill and have you briefed this threat information to lawmakers? I was so troubled by what I saw from the position as the director of national intelligence that I went and briefed both the House and Senate intelligence committees on this information, which they found surprising and troubling. That interview, by the way, is not off a conspiracy site. It's an interview with Catherine Herridge. It aired on CBS. But the thing is, the Chinese don't have to surreptitiously pay, bribe, or blackmail most Democrats to do what they want because their goals align. China wants to build its own economy and destroy ours, while the Democrats want to do pretty much the same thing. Economic prosperity for Americans is the number one thing that stands in their way to total power. The more government dependents there are, the more their power grows. So they don't have to be persuaded too much. And by the way, they're still at it. This is how desperate the CDC is to keep the economy kneecapped and America on its knees, unable, coincidentally, or maybe not, to fight the rise of China's GDP and the flow of foreign investment into it that will ultimately collapse our dollar. The Centers for Disease Control is lying again this week, trying to keep the country shut down. They shared a tweet yesterday on Wednesday claiming that the seven-day moving average of new COVID-19 cases in America was up 3.5%. So we had to stay locked down and had to keep wearing our silly masks. Well, guess what? In order to produce those numbers, they had to leave out March 2nd onward. And they did. They stopped it at March 1st. Every other set of data that they have shows a decline or flatness of cases. In fact, the 10-day window shows exactly that. 53,000 cases on February 21st, an increase to 75,105 by February 25th. But on March 2nd, it goes up, no, down. Back down to 54,276. They didn't tell you that. So they doctored their own data, cutting off days of data they had in in order to create a media talking point of COVID rising. Then they trotted out Weekend at Bernie's cast member, Joe Biden, to tell everybody that the folks who are, you know, opening back up are Neanderthals. It's exactly what China wants, which weirdly is exactly 
what our Democrat leadership at the national and state level keeps doing. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on radio.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Be sure to share with your friends and family. Thank you for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 